Benicia, welcome back. Oh, thank you, David. You're yeah, very welcome. You. I'm so, I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited to be here. Right on. So yeah. since you since you were here in our first year, yeah. So now you are going to be the first guest of our third year. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been such a, a crazy ride for everybody. But wow, this is like you're going into your third mm -hmm. year. Yeah. Holy. Third season of podcasts. Um, something that neither of us like really had any idea was going to be possible. I was actually just going to ask you that. Like, yeah. Did you envision that when you? No, we. I don't think we did. I. I hoped. Yeah. You know, I hoped for sure that it would be something that people wanted to listen to, that people yeah. wanted to come and share their stories. Um, and I. I found. It's just incredible. Yeah. There's so many incredible humans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about your last almost year and a half, I guess, almost. Has it been that long? I think so. Yeah. Because I think we wow. had you on in our first season before, even before the spring, I think. I think it was maybe spring of, what was it, dude? When did we start? We started in 2018. 2018. So spring of 2019, maybe? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Time really goes by fast. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had a lot going on. <laughs> and and I'm curious because you know what? Like, I'm just going to say it. Venetia has an amazing podcast out there that you've got to check out. Aww. You got it. It's you. amazing. You bet. Tell us about it. Tell us how the last year and a half have been. Well, um, the good, good, uh, mm -hmm. good, you know, for the most part and everything. And uh, uh, it's, I get, I, I can't, I don't even know even what I would have said the first time mm -hmm. I was here, like to even compare it, like, you know, since then, mm -hmm. this is what I've been doing. Um, and that's okay. Cause it, for us, it runs together, of course. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, things have been good, but things have also been hard. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, so just busy with Terminator, uh, really busy with Terminator, mm -hmm. like just really trying to expand, yeah. grow, um, stuff did you, like Did you find the difficult when the lockdown happened? Oh, like, absolutely. How, it what totally shut then? us down. Yeah. Yeah. Like COVID totally shut us down. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, that was, it was rough. Well, and still kind of is because we're still not totally back up and running. Just put my phone oh on yeah mute. no problem um yeah we're totally we're still not back up and running i'm hoping by the fall mm -hmm. um or even just to kind of sp sporadically get together and train a little bit yeah. um but there there's so many restrictions like mm -hmm. it's like it's in it's insane there it's, must be like in terms of training <clears throat> and stuff too right like what yeah. are you even able to do like with partners like i, I well I, I mean we can you know we're fortunate right now, like could be outside or it, but mm -hmm. technically this would be our off season. Yeah. So we right, like we would have just finished. We would have wrapped up. Yeah. Right. For the summer. So we normally would be off right now anyway, like just taking a bit of a break. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah. And then we would amp like ramp up again, amp up, ramp up again. It's all um, good in uh in the fall mm -hmm. like last year was our first year that we started in november mm -hmm. uh, we kicked off because normally years past we've always started in january okay and so i was really excited last year to start a yeah. little bit earlier um so i'm hoping for the same thing again i'm hoping that we can be back at 
MRU for swimming and stuff mm -hmm. like that in October in okay. the fall. I'm hoping, yeah. hoping, hoping. And so you, so there, that's, therein lies a big problem, right? Right now is yeah. where you go has their own codes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, well, and then just the organization because we we are a part of or affiliated with mm -hmm. like triathlon alberta okay you know you have your yeah. um insurance mm -hmm. providers like that so we we're under all of that kind of umbrella so it's it's everything all of the um you know the 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 framework of that the rules the regulate everything mm -hmm. you have to abide by by their mm -hmm. what they dictate yeah. right so the and each but everybody's a little different <clears throat> yeah. yeah yeah like we had a bunch of we were we stayed like i was at one point in the lockdown for i think the first three and a half months of it i apparently i was the only one listening to fifth steps in person wow so and it, it was it was so weird like the the amount of like five a week i was coming here every day yeah Holy. because the mount shut down um, and a bunch of other folks who have been here in fifth steps are older. So they're, they're in jeopardy. Yeah. So they didn't want to go meet with people. And I gotta be honest with you. I think I did three fifth steps by a zoom and all three of the guys had a really difficult time with it because it's, it's weird to trust I that, know, I know. you know? I know. Um, so I, yeah, like I can't imagine what you had to do. So did you, you shut down your facilities? Well, we just, we, yeah, we just everything. Just everything yeah. shut down, like it all just shut down. Mm -hmm. And I, <clears throat> I, um, to be honest, it was really I didn't because I had already start. I had already been going through some stuff mm -hmm. um, prior to COVID happening, um, like the shutdown, yeah. you know. Um, and so, so I had just been kind of um, trying to manage. Mm -hmm that is it okay now crisis whatever ah uh, yeah i mean there's there's still some stuff that you know some residual from mm -hmm. that or whatever that um that we're still working through or whatever that um yeah. but the but the i guess you could say maybe like the worst part of it and why you know it was more so maybe the worst part of it just because of how it affected me, how mm -hmm. it impacted me. Yeah. And so, yeah. So when COVID happened, um, and it, like literally the world stopped, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. I think that was what, March 16th or something like that. I think that. you're absolutely right. That yeah, sounds exactly like, like the day. Yeah, yeah. Everything. It was just like it shut down. It was, and obviously, you know, we had been watching the news and mm -hmm. watching all the stuff coming, coming down. Yeah. Right. Cause we were, are we training tonight? Are mm -hmm. we training tonight? Are we training? Like, you know, you're just yeah. kind of every, I mean, every two hours, mm -hmm. the news was changing. Yeah. Right. It, it was insane. Like, mm -hmm. and so, and so I, we were, we kind of tried to hang on right to the bitter end. Mm -hmm. Like, and then it just got to the point where, um, it was just like, yeah, no, it's, everything's shut down. Like mm -hmm. literally the world shut down. And, and so MRU closed their, and it was just like, wow, that's it. It's done. How did you feel about that? Like just as a person, because I, I, I mean, it affects all of us. Um, like, well, like it was shocking. Like it mm -hmm. was hard to like, holy crap, is this really happening? Yeah. Like, like the whole world? Like, I know it's, it's, it's surreal. Like yeah. it's bizarre. Right. Yeah. And I, uh, 
I, uh, and then, so, yeah, so it was shocking in that regard. I didn't, I truthfully now looking back, I didn't think we'd still be in it, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know what to expect either. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, but I think to, that's, the, that's what made it harder. I think. Well, yeah. And then to be totally honest, the only thing I understood about freaking COVID was the movie contagion, you know, like <laughs> that was my go-to, you know what yeah. I mean? That's yeah. like, you know, I watched that movie, I think for the, uh, like the hundredth yeah. time or whatever. I'm Holy shit. Okay. Contagion's <laughs> happening. I, like it's in real life now. Wasn't it weird? You know? Yes. God, it was yes. so weird. Yeah. Yes. I, the same movie, yeah. the same movie. He watched it first and said, you guys got to watch this. So then Heather and I watched it. And I was like, I should not have watched that, man. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think I should have watched. I know. That. Yeah, yeah. But it was. You're right. It kind of. It almost lent like a little bit of like weird stability because it's like, yeah. okay, well, this can happen. Yeah. We've been. It's weird. Well, though. and it's like we. I mean, we kind of know that, like, mm-hmm. you know, right? Yeah. Like we, but it's yeah. It's. I think it's almost just like anything in life when something horrific happens or Mm -hmm. something tragic happens or you know something that upsets the balance of our worlds we're like holy crap this can happen (laughs) right like stuff it happens to people like me yeah you know like i mean the same can be said for addiction right i think you're right i think that's the thing it's like all of a sudden it was happening to everybody yeah good bad and different yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. none of us could say oh yeah well we just we made some poor choices no you didn't have to do anything yeah 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 yeah. And so, yeah, so when that happened and it was kind of like, okay, we're everything stopping, training's on hold, uh, everything just stopped. And I think once, you know, kind of sent out the emails, mm-hmm. stopped the bus, kind of got off. Um, and then it wasn't, it wasn't really till then that like, I just, I crashed. Like mm-hmm. I personally, I crashed. Yeah. And... I I don't know if I moved. I, I think I went from like my couch to my bed for three weeks, mm-hmm. just couch bed, couch bed, and all I all I did was like watch Netflix. Yeah. As well, I mean, it just is what it is. It right? got I'm you not through even it though. Try yeah. to yeah, and I I was exhausted, mm-hmm. like, and I did not even realize how exhausted I was yeah. until the world shut down and I had to stop. Mm -hmm. I had to stop. You couldn't do anything. You weren't allowed to, you know what I mean? Like really go outside. You weren't allowed to. And it was, it, it it was almost like it took that Mm -hmm. to just reset. Yeah. It just reset. Did you feel like that when you kind of came out of the three weeks? Did you feel like it had reset a bit or? (sighs) No, not, not at first. Like, I mean, like not the world reset, but you. Oh like yeah, it was to totally reset. personal. Like yeah. I, to to be totally honest with you, David. Like I really, um, I I know this might sound strange, and I know that it has obviously COVID has mm-hmm. impacted our world. Like we'll never be the same again, yeah. right? Yeah. And I and I understand that, but at the same time, it's almost like you know when something really bad happens to you too you'll never be the same again but it ends up being the best thing that right and i and i and i you know i probably do say that a lot or whatever but i really believe that's true and Mm. covid was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me really yeah interesting just that stop yeah um 
and just the timing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, I, I think it was more so the timing of it, not the actual mm-hmm. event itself or yeah. COVID itself, but the timing of it, mm-hmm. the timing of it. And just where I was in my life and, and I, not that I wasn't in like a bad place or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I just, it was just the timing. Mm-hmm. It was just the timing of it yeah. and having to stop and, and then really having that time to reflect, mm-hmm. to take a look at everything. What am I doing? Where am I going? What do I want to do? Am I hitting everything that I mm-hmm. want to hit in my life? Like, am I hitting, am I, you know, am I really fulfilling everything that I, mm-hmm. you know, my dreams, my desires, am I? So I started to just really just, you know, use the time to just, you know, pray. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't pray anyways, but just really to seek God and just really reflect on my own life and where I was and some of the stuff that we had just recently been through mm-hmm. um, and to just try to make sense of some stuff. Yeah, um, Yeah. so it was... Uh, how, how are your children when going through it? Because I know you have kids and, and that I can't even imagine. I could barely take care of myself for the first couple months of this thing. So I don't even know how you managed. Well, I see, and that's that's what I even mean, like with even just some of the timing with COVID, right? Mm. Because I, and I, I mean, people, the people that are the closest to me, like, like my my people, mm-hmm. know. Um, I'm a little bit open about it, but I haven't mm-hmm. so much. But this this past year has been, um, well, it's been it's been hell. Yeah in hell and it's and I I I mean I don't I I really was struggling I I've been going through a lot of stuff with my youngest son Mm. who's 17 and he was my only boy that is at home Mm -hmm. all the rest of my kids are like either married they're grown or whatever right and so um so just with my youngest son and so he he got back from treatment last uh, summer. Okay. Last July. And this whole year was, has been brutal oh. with him and just, um, he just couldn't manage addiction. It. Yeah. Um, just some mental health concerns mm. before Christmas. We were, had been in and out of the hospital a little bit. Yeah. Um, like some scary stuff. Mm. And, and I, th- I think some of that too is, uh, you know, just as, because when we go through these things, like, and I don't know if people, well, some people will know this or whatever, mm-hmm. but some people won't. But, you know, as parents and stuff like that with having children with addiction or mental health or any kind of issues, actually, there's, mm-hmm. I mean, um, it can be traumatizing mm-hmm. as parents, right? And I know... For everyone I, involved. For everyone involved, yeah. right? Like, and so I think some of what, I think I was... To, to sum it up quick, I think I was just, I, I was battle weary. Mm-hmm. I was totally battle fatigued. God, that makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had been fighting, 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 fight, in the trenches, mm-hmm. in the trenches, in the trenches, in yeah. the trenches, like for years mm-hmm. in the trenches. 
you know, I, I, bur- I built Terminator started mm-hmm. in the trenches. Yeah. You know, Eden was still on the street when I started. Like, mm-hmm. I just haven't stopped. And, and so then when COVID happened, that was, yeah, that was, it just stopped everything. A nice four stop. Eh? It was a four stop. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. So my kids, like, they're all doing good. Like my daughters are doing absolutely amazing. Right on. Um, and, but my boys, both, both my boys are, are, I mean, they would probably hate, hate this if they ever heard this, but they're, you know, they're, they're not where, you know, they're, they're struggling. They're Mm -hmm. struggling a bit with just, just addiction. Yeah. So they're, they're both in active addiction right now. Mm. And so it's tough. I, about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, I had to ha- like have my youngest son leave the house. So oh, I can't even imagine. So it's, yeah, it's, you know, and it was hard to get to that place too, mm-hmm. just because, um, well, I, I was, didn't want to, I was like, God, I don't, I can't go through what I went through again with Eden. Mm-hmm. I can I don't know if I can do that again. Yeah. Like, and but that's not even to say that that is that will even be yeah gabe's journey it could look nothing like that right Mm -hmm. but that's what i mean about that just that trauma and just Mm -hmm. that being battle fatigued that stuff would have like rolled right over you hey on a four stop you must have been overwhelmed yeah i i think so i think so It it has it can be overwhelming for sure it can be right and so yeah, so I don't even know if that it really even answered your no, question. No, it but. totally answered my question because, like, not having children, I, I don't have that added responsibility. And I can tell you, like, what happened to me for the first couple months of this thing was I fucking cratered. I'll be yeah. honest with you. Like, I cratered. I, I was so busy working, though, still, and I was so grateful I could work because I knew I was cratering. Like, I knew it. And, and uh, so I probably gained 15 pounds in two months. Yeah. I'm just eating junk yeah. because that was my comfort yeah. until I realized what I was doing. Yeah. And then because, of course, the, the correlation between eating so much junk food and not feeling good is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah, totally. It was like the no-brainer, but it wasn't easy to stop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it was just like when, because I much like yourself, the fourth stop, I appreciated it because then I could come here and there was nobody else here just Darcy and I could work. We could mm-hmm. do all kinds of stuff. Um, and so that part of things was really kind of nice. Yeah. But the rest of it, like my, my partner had a hard time too. Right. And that was extra hard for me. Cause I obviously we love our partners or kids or whatever. And totally. we don't want anything to happen to him, but this thing just kind of rolled over all of us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of us who might've been going through stuff, um, because since, last Christmas, speaking of Christmas, like that was the closest to suicide I'd come in literally probably 10 years, if not a little bit longer. Like even in sobriety, I have been suicidal and this was the worst I had gotten in a long time. And that was even before COVID happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it's like that, that forced stop just like basically hit me in the back of the head and just knocked me out. And I was for two months on basically a robot. Mm-hmm. you know trying to get through it mm-hmm. um dealing with probably stuff you have to deal with too but dealing with people like when you're when you're out there and you'll probably experience this probably more and more when you when your podcast spreads out 
and more people are listening to it, like you're, you'll experience this maybe a weird, it's kind of a weird thing where you, you just you get so into hearing about other people and listening to other people. And I love it. Like it really is. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it fills me with so much joy to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but then you stop thinking about what you're going through. Right. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, well, what do I need to do? You know, and mm -hmm. and I noticed last year some things that I normally would do just kind of slipped away, right? Like not like meditation, but meetings, going to more meetings than yeah. what I what I had been doing. Yeah. Because for me, and it's not like I need the meetings. I think to stay sober, what I need the meetings for now is to stay sane, right? Yeah. Like it, it literally is to hear other people, and I get this now because when all the meetings shut down, um, I lost a couple of friends to like overdose and to yeah, suicide. I was so angry about that. Actually. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was so angry about yeah. that. It, yeah. it is such, such a, a joke. It is such a joke. Yeah. That was. Yeah. And, and there was, so there were some groups who stayed open. They just had all kinds of restrictions, obviously. But when, when all that support was taken away from everybody, like I, even though I was cratering, I couldn't take it away. Like I just couldn't, I looked around the, the neighborhood, like in terms of our, places where we go mm -hmm. and there was nothing for people and then like i think it was what was it maybe two months in when a really good friend of mine in california took her life and she was one of us and um oh my god in la she was in la where everything got shut down and it was like militant shutdown right yeah. cops on the street like all kinds of stuff and all the meetings were closed and so and she had no family you know, and her only existing family member like ripped her off, like did all kinds of weird shit. Um, so she had nobody. And then of course, gradually through the weeks of the first few weeks of lockdown, she pulled back further and further away yeah. from, from all her supports. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so it was, but it, it did, it did help, I guess, to realize, okay, how can we best handle this time? Right. Thank God for sobriety, Benicia. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I met some people who went out at the beginning and came back, and they had some time, and it's just hard to stay now, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's hard because now it makes sense to drink for lots of people. Wow, it's shitty, you know? Like, the, the reasons maybe when we were in our cups, yeah. right? I would say, oh, yeah, it's just a shitty time. Like, man, there's no point in not drinking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you experienced that with some of the folks? Um, what's well, been, yeah, what's been your experience like that? I mean, like with, just within Terminator, you mean? Within Terminator, within your core group, like, because each of us have, we, we all, I, what I've come to understand by doing podcasts really is that we all have these things happening. Yeah. Right? Like to people in our lives. Yeah. And, and Sometimes we can get siloed thinking we're the only ones who are going through yes, it. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Have you experienced that or? Um, well, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, we, some of our guys went back out, mm. you know, and I, yeah. I think, yeah, I do think like COVID obviously was a, a major, um, for lack of a better word, but just a major excuse to mm -hmm. like, you yeah. know, screw it. Yeah. Right. Like what, like why not? Mm -hmm. And so, and just the, what it did, like the, all of the isolating, yeah. everything being shut down and stuff like that. It was, it's not good for, mm -hmm. 
Well, let's, I mean, it's, it's not contrary. good for anyone. Yeah, it's, it's not contrary. not good for anyone. Exactly. Right? It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. You know, whether you're in recovery or not in recovery, mm-hmm. struggling with addiction, mental health, whatever, it's not yeah. good for anyone. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, um, I mean, yeah, it was, it, it, ha- it has been hard to, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, but it's, it's even been a little bit hard to just get going again. Yeah. With everything too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, just do you do you like? I should ask this though, but do you okay. do you worry about um, about some of the people that you work with and stuff? Because I know for myself, I worry about everybody I work that works with me or connected to me, and and of course that that creates more of a of a weight kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like just being in the middle of that, and I imagine as a as the leader of Terminator, like that. I just imagine that you must carry a heavy heart. About yeah, some of that I stuff. um like I know, I know after like when like I said when COVID happened mm-hmm. and and then I just kind of shut down and yeah, I kind of when I came out of my own shell, yeah. like um, I I did have a lot of guilt. Like mm-hmm. I had a lot of guilt um, that I should have been there for them more. I should have tried harder to you know get some stuff going online or whatever mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I I I did have like I did go through that mm-hmm. like just guilt just yeah. guilt 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 and, and guilt. even though the guilt is not necessarily yours right like it, it certainly isn't mm-hmm. we like and it's not mine it's not mm-hmm. my guilt for mm-hmm. for friends going out but of course you do feel guilty Mm-hmm. right even though we know intellectually it's not our fault yes yeah, yeah. well and I you know to be totally honest too like I I I was I was empty mm-hmm. I was totally empty like yeah. my tank was empty and you can't do nothing with an empty yeah, tank. yeah yeah and I like I just I I needed I just needed that mm. break big time like, yeah I'm yeah. glad you got one well, I, I am too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's too bad that it took the world shutting down to take a break. But <laughs> I, I think you know, people like yourself, though, that's what it takes. I yeah, yeah. I just think that, yeah. And then just the timing of it, too, like I mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. The timing of it. And because there was really no break, quotation break, mm-hmm. coming up for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we were had we were going to be just going full swing into another season right yeah. so there was no foreseeable break mm-hmm. um wow that's daunting yeah yeah especially if you're already over overwhelmed and overflowed yeah I, and yeah and i i didn't i just didn't realize how much i was yeah you know how much i was caring and how much i was yeah just exhausted mm-hmm. exhausted with just everything prior to mm-hmm. you know so have yeah. you have you adopted or come up with some new strategies like based on what you've experienced now and the four stop have you come up with some strategies to help you not get back to that place well so okay so some of it it um and by that place i just mean constantly running that's all yeah yeah no i totally i hear you i uh so i in 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 my time of like isolation and you know just stopping um because i you know it, it 
it was I was able to just really look at myself and, and examine some of the things that I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things were totally out of my control. Yeah. Some of them were not out. They were within my control. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I mean, to not have that happen again. I mean, you know, I, I, I always am trying to learn and mm-hmm. I'm always checking in with myself. Like that's one thing I've learned how to do really well is yeah. just to really always be checking in with myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think how, that's very important because you're an athlete, right? It's, well, yeah. and, and I mean, we work with people. Yeah. And I mean, it's important in general, but when you're yeah. an athlete, it's really vital, right? You know? And so I just, some of, so some of, some of what I was dealing with was I, I had, I guess, I guess you could just say I had forsaken, I had, I had, uh, I don't even, that might be too even, I had just misplaced my trust. Mm-hmm. I had misplaced my trust. Okay. And I had basically put the, I had put my trust in man, mm-hmm. like not, a man, a man, but, but people in people, general, okay. right? I had put my put my my trust in man when I really should have been putting my trust in God. Mm, okay, and that's powerful. Yeah, it is powerful mm. actually. And yeah. so, and then, and I knew, I knew that, um, I was compromising. Mm-hmm. You know. But I, I was, and then I had, I had let some, I was, some of what was happening to was I was being run by fear, Mm -hmm. just some fears. Yeah. And there again, that just comes back to, Mm. you know, surrendering, trusting in God Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, stuff like that. And so some of how I even ended up where I ended up with was because of that. Yeah. So I had made some decisions based on that. Mm -hmm. I had done some things based on that and so it really came back to mm-hmm. uh, bite me in the ass and it, it cost me a lot did it um just really just my my own peace of mind i was very disappointed mm. um disappointed in myself and, and disappointed in yourself for putting the trust there yeah for yeah. just because i yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That I see cuz you know you you but at the same cuz I I always I I sometimes want to be like cuz I I knew better. Mm. But yeah. then I I can't even really say that to myself yeah. because I'm like Venetia, really if you if you had known better, you mm-hmm. would have done better. That's what I'm thinking. Right? Yeah. And so I yeah, and I know I'm kind of, it's hard for me to talk about this a little bit because I'm not really even, I'm not saying exactly what is. And that's okay. You know, I respect was. that. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm sorry for being a little bit nope. vague. I very much appreciate you talking about it at all. That way. Yeah. yeah. I, it, uh, I, see, I see that as like you trusting someone is not a, a negative on your behalf. Yeah. Like, like I trust people. Yeah, I don't think I that's have, a bad idea yeah and i have my people i trust Mm -hmm. but it's 
you know, just when you, I mean, people will let us down. Of course. Right? People yeah. are fallible. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, even, even very well-intentioned and well-meaning mm-hmm. and people can let us down, not because yeah. they're trying to be mean or hateful or anything, mm-hmm. but just they're human. We're and they're human. making their choices. And they're yeah. making their own choices yeah. based on whatever framework they're working from and stuff yeah. like that. Right. And so it, it just, for me, I got off track. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I, the kind of trust I put into this person, um, and yeah, there's just a, there's a whole lot to mm-hmm. it. And maybe that'll be a podcast a year from now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that'll be great. <laughs> but, yeah. um, and this is good. This is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for even talking oh, about I'm it. Oh, I'm sorry, David. Yeah. No. So I, it just, yeah. So it was, it was rough. It was, it was mm-hmm. rough. And I can't even totally remember your question now, what you. My question was about, and it was, it was about basically this, about how to manage. Did you come up with any ideas oh, or yeah. strategies? And yes. So you yeah. have to go through these things to get there. Totally. And yeah. so it really just, you know what it did for me is it, it solidified my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, was probably the biggest thing mm-hmm. actually in these past few months. Yeah. Um, it totally like, and I've always had my faith and, and stuff like that and trust in the Lord. But, mm-hmm. but I, I had also kind of been off the beaten path a little bit yeah. and would sometimes just go to the beat of my own drum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Thinking like, it's okay. I know you're a busy guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like totally. talking to the big guy. Yeah. I've got this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I can, you mm-hmm. do, you do, you know, take care of what you need to take care of over there and I'll, and I'll take care this. of this. Yeah. I'll manage this. And instead of just totally trusting him with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then so by doing that, yeah, I compromised some things in my mm-hmm. life that just some values, some morals, you know what mm. I mean? And stuff like that. And so and those are tricky things. Once, yeah. 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 Very and tricky. then I got caught up in fear. Yeah. Then I was, you know, kind of bound in some fear. That's mm-hmm. never good. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so then I was making some decisions based on fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I was some too. I was scared to say anything. Yeah. So more fear. Mm-hmm. So then I kept it to myself and was trying to mitigate and manage it myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that and so yeah so it basically that will probably never happen to me again Mm -hmm. Um, because I realized a lot of things yeah you know with with this go around and and just to remember to keep my like God is number one God Mm -hmm. is number one in my life and I and 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 to really be mindful of that when I'm making really big decisions, mm-hmm. when I'm, um, you know, when I'm faced with things that maybe I don't totally know or understand and, you know, and then just trusting because I'm also really good at just getting shit done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If something needs to get done, I'll make it happen. If, you know, and sometimes that's not always what's needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes I can get off track just because I'm just, you know, I'll just go make it happen then. Yeah. Right. Instead of maybe it's not the right timing for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's actually not the right person. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Right. Yeah. Instead of just waiting, holding back and like, 
and asking, okay, God, like. Mm -hmm. Well, and then honoring when you realize, right? Yes, and then that too, right? Honoring, yeah. And so I just really, so this time, it gave me a chance to reflect on that. It Mm -hmm. gave me time to just, um, I mean, my family and my kids have always been very important to me. They're, they're like, they're my number Number two, for yeah, they sure. seem like your anchor almost. Yeah, right? they are, and they yeah. are, they are, yeah. and and so yeah, it's been uh, so just time to you know dive in deeper with them, mm-hmm. spend more time with them, uh, stuff like that, yeah. and yeah, a lot of a lot of learning, a lot of no learning. Doubt. Well, and then even that's where the podcast came from. Oh, okay. Because I just honestly, David, I I had also been feeling like I was had had like trapped myself into this little box mm-hmm. and I, you know and i was like there's there's more things i want to tackle and do than like i didn't want to just get boxed into terminator yeah. and have that be the be all and end all yeah. of my life and mm-hmm. and you know my my mission my calling my whatever mm-hmm. and so when COVID happened, it also gave me an opportunity to like, what else have I always wanted to do? Yeah. And and a, the podcast wasn't on there. Like I hadn't even thought of a podcast. That's cool. Yeah, it was more like I wanted to like, you know, you know I really am really concerned about human trafficking, mm-hmm. sexual exploitation, like those issues, right? Mm-hmm. Which are also closely linked with addiction, mental health, things mm-hmm. like that, right? Um, but just all of that kind of stuff. And then I can't even totally remember how the whole podcast thing came out, but I just think it's cool. Yeah. But then it, that gave me that yeah. platform, yeah. right? Just like how you're talking about to mm-hmm. start to meet with other people and connect with and yeah. get, get this, a voice out there, get mm-hmm. shine a light on some of this stuff. Yeah. And so, so I feel this is probably like the best I've felt in a long time. Like my life is not perfect Mm -hmm. by any means. Like I'm, and nor will it ever be, you know? Um, But I'm, I'm grateful for Mm -hmm. where I'm at. I'm even, I mean, I have a really good relationship with both my boys, even though they're still, they're in active addiction and things like that. But, you know, they know I would do anything for them. And, and yeah and so it just it's i'm excited i'm excited for what's to come i'm Mm -hmm. excited for what's to come for terminator yeah i'm really excited for terminator and and what's happening Mm -hmm. there and i think a podcast is natural expansion for terminator yeah that's that's awesome thank you for saying that yeah and i I have a a guest in mind i'll share it with you after yeah is that the so is that the aim of the podcast to get more awareness around child exploitation and trafficking? I just you know I really it's it's that in there for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, but I just want to I want to have hard conversations. Yeah. I want to talk about uncomfortable things. Mm-hmm. I want to you know like just like you were saying in the very beginning like about just you know when we hear these stories of other people going mm-hmm. through stuff then we we know that we're not so alone yeah and i i that's just what i i want to really connect with people mm-hmm. and i and then when they listen i just want them to know and feel that they're connected mm-hmm. maybe they find something that resonates with them maybe they you know what i mean and yeah. so i just i just yeah i wanted 
I like I like to dig stuff up. Mm-hmm. I you know I like to dig into the hard stuff and I and I yeah I I just I want I really want to reach as many people as I can mm-hmm. to let them know that there's hope. Like I I don't know if you and I have talked about this before, but I like I I should have been dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I just I look at my life and I'm just like. For me to even be here and even doing some of the stuff I'm doing mm-hmm. today, have the life that I have is like, it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Like it's a miracle. And I just think if I can do that, mm-hmm. some little chick from, you know, small town, Fort St. John. You might BC, be a little chick, but you're a, you're a spark plug. Well, you're but you know what plug. I mean? Like yeah. I grew up in this little hick town, the middle of mm-hmm. nowhere, like just, you know, and... Like I, you know, at 12, I just, I wanted to be a prostitute Mm -hmm. because I thought that that was all I was worth. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, because I had been sexually molested so much. Mm. You know what I mean? I just Mm -hmm. thought I should just be a prostitute at 12. Yeah. You know, and like, that's just a. What's really weird about you when you said that was like, it just reminded me of when I was a kid because I think we have similar histories as children yeah in terms of abuse and i remember thinking that and then i remember doing it when i got old enough making money and it was a like so i i get it sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you no yeah it's just such a weird thing when you're sitting with someone and they say your story to you and you're like ooh. (laughs) so i wasn't the only like 12 or 13 year old boy thinking i could make money off of sex yeah right yeah and that's all i was worth yeah right yeah thank god you didn't stay there I, yeah, yeah, but that's but that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, and or going crazy. Like I thought for sure I was going to end up schizophrenic, mm. just like my mom. And you know what I mean? Like and just so I just I look at my life and I and you know being suicidal. Mm-hmm. I, you know I was really suicidal uh, as a youth growing up and just and so I just so it's all of these stories, mm-hmm. right? These collective stories or it's getting a divorce yeah right and feeling like you know who am i even going to be once i get divorced mm-hmm. like because you're so integrated in your marriage and you're that person's spouse like i'm so-and-so's wife mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like a title almost like mm-hmm. so whatever the story is it you know what i mean we mm-hmm. all have those stories yeah and so it's just you know, and we, so it's just, yeah, wanting to get those stories out there, get those stories heard, mm-hmm. those stories of recovery, the stories, and not just recovery from addiction and, all kinds of you things. know, but yeah, recovery yeah. from all kinds of things, right? Mm-hmm. Stories, re, you know, recovering from sex trafficking, stories mm-hmm. recovering from human trafficking, stories recovering mental health issues or mm-hmm. recovering from a divorce, recovering yeah. from losing your kids. I don't know what it all looks like, but... Yeah. But I know that you're describing what it all looks like yeah, over the long run. Yep. Yeah, you know, I mean, we look at our first responders and everything that they go through. Like mm-hmm. I think about their stories and yeah. stuff too, the stuff that they see, mm-hmm. the trauma that they deal with on a day day to day basis. Yeah. You know, and then and to be totally honest, even the addiction and the mental health that they suffer yeah. because of it. But we don't talk about it. Mm-mm. And it's it's a lot. And it's a lot. Yeah. And we all have these st- stories and things mm-hmm. we don't talk about. Yeah. It's and true. And and with first responders specifically, like it, 
we're fortunate. We, I do get a, quite a few like members from the police service on, but like the, in terms of all of them together, it's, it, nobody really understands how, how much of an impact doing those jobs has on your mental health. Yeah. First of all, we just, I mean, most of the time, I think it's part of our own fault is because we lift them up and we call them heroes. Yeah. So we lift them up and we make them inhuman right yeah. which they're not yeah and i mean you know as well as i do if you sit down and talk with a constable or a sergeant or whoever it's just a human yeah like once you get underneath whatever mask they might have to wear for that day yeah they're just a human yeah and the funny thing is about it is that some of the the cognition that they find themselves in is based on really bad training not from their point of view, mm -hmm. but from the people who are around them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like the, the old mentality still exists of choir practice after a long shift, a hard shift or a hard stretch of shifts. Like choir practice is still a thing. And that means they meet in the parking lot and get drunk, Yeah. right? Not for everybody, of course. Yeah, I know, I know. But you, and, and so being that that is still a viable coping mechanism, yeah. it, it's, it's really, I think if more people knew about this stuff, yeah. Because like you said, sharing the stories means we're sharing information that other people might not have. Yeah, yeah. Like there might be a huge population of people out there that don't realize some members of police fraternity across the country when they have a long stretch or a bad shift where something maybe, I mean, we could never conceive of this, right? That their worst thing in a shift might be an accident where a child dies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And to think about it, like when, when we're hearing the story, right. When I hear that, those stories, I'm shook by it just by hearing it. Mm -hmm. So imagine what it's like to see it mm -hmm. when you have no information prior, yeah. when you walk up and you find that, right. It, in my, it breaks my heart. I know, you know, know. and, and what breaks my heart even more, Venetia is when, when members don't take it seriously, Yeah. you know, when they yeah. don't, when they don't help each other with that. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you, me, we can go and I can, I go out with the police while, well, before COVID. Yeah. Go out with the police regularly. And, um, but there's only so much I can do there. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have to deal with that stress. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, and I like the way CPS is moving. Yes. Like I love the direction yes. they're moving in. Yeah. And, but you know, what's, what was also happening is that they're letting go a lot of dead weight. Yeah. They're cutting people. They're firing people left and right, mm -hmm. telling them it's time to move on. Yeah. Which is finally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like how long yeah. do we have to, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I don't want to get on a tangent about the police service because I love the members of the police service. I do too. You know, yeah, and, I do too. And I really do believe in the new chief. Yeah. I I'm starting like you. I yeah. want to trust this guy. Yeah. Right. Let's mm -hmm. trust him and see what he's going to do. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that's unwise to trust people. Yeah. And I don't think it's your fault that you trust people, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, we're responsible. And I mean, sometimes maybe we get like a little red flag. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then we're like, hmm, is that a big enough red flag to notice? And maybe we put it away. And then yeah. we put away the next one, you know? And yeah. that's human, though. Yeah. Especially yeah. when we like people. Yeah. Yes, that's so true. You know? So true. Because the more I like somebody, the more I want to trust them. Yes, yes. Even yeah. though I might, it might not be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But we can't stop trusting is my point. Yes, absolutely. You know? No, I agree. Yeah. I, well, I guess we can't. But if we do that, then we're stuck wherever we happen to be. Well, that's, yeah. You know? Then we're, I think we're in more danger than when we... Yeah. Right? Then... I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. This is amazing. How much time has gone by? Tell us, Magic Oracle. <laughs> I love this. I just love awesome. this. So, because when I asked about the, um, I guess I was also thinking about priorities. So when the lockdown, okay. like when the lockdown happened, I think what really started to solidify for me was talking about trust was who I could trust. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that like went through time here, like people come out that you can actually trust versus people maybe we thought we could. Yeah. I mean, but that happened for me before COVID hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had my own little mini, the world shut down yeah. before the, the big world shut down. I had mm. my own. So you were in the middle of your own personal. I was in my, oh yeah, big happened. time. Yeah. Yeah. Before COVID actually, yeah. you know, where we felt it here, mm-hmm. right? I was going through my own and yeah, I had, uh, yeah, it, rock, it rocked my own personal world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there was people I thought I could trust and thought I knew that yeah. I was totally like, oh. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. isn't it's, it floors you, eh? Yeah, yeah. But you know how you were just talking about the red flags and mm-hmm. you kind of, I had, and I had all that. Oh, did you? I had, yeah. And that's even, even, that's even part of what I mean, even when I'm talking about just even my relationship with God and mm-hmm. trusting and, and then just kind of dismissing you know what i mean and then compromising my own yeah yeah, it was i had red flags yeah i had a lot of red Mm -hmm. flags yeah and and usually there are right but i don't know yeah we we never i just know for myself there always was yeah 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 when i look back and that's where i found my guilt came from right was i felt guilty because i kind of knew but the reality is in order to like be with someone you have like whether friendship or whatever yeah yeah you have to have a little trust totally and i don't like i don't i mean now that i'm through it Mm -hmm. like i don't i'm glad i went through it i learned a lot Mm -hmm. um and it was just a really good like just a really good you know what like yeah like i first things first and like so mm-hmm. priorities for me is like yeah god number one mm-hmm. family number two mm-hmm. you know and then and then like my life and my everything that yeah. comes after that right um my health my own mm-hmm. health and um just stuff like that but yeah my i i was because uh, my daughters are older mm-hmm. you know so when i talk about my my kids like my girls yeah they're like they're adults mm-hmm. they're you know they have their own families they have their own spouses they have mm-hmm. their own kids like and eden's doing good eden is like a freaking rock star <laughs> yeah yeah both my daughters are rock stars i'm can't even we that's a whole other podcast is it <laughs> just talking about your just daughters, talking eh? about my girls oh my yeah, goodness like we could start that right now oh even <laughs> honestly i'm like they are they're they're you know the cool thing Hmm. is they're they're like my best friends Hmm. now like I'm still their mom yeah you know and I'll always be their mother and I will always probably in some way shape or form mother them for sure right um but they're my girls Mm -hmm. now like they're my girls they're my best girls they're my go-to girls yeah you know they're my Hey, I just recorded this video. <laughs> you know what I mean mm. for Terminator. 
what do you think? Do I, yeah. do I sound like an idiot? <laughs> like yeah. they're that's they're my go-to yeah. people. Like they're cool, and they're the ones that got me through this. Yeah, in COVID. That's amazing. And even just my own world shaking. I yeah. I don't know what I would have done without my daughters. Yeah, they literally uh, they took care of me. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing what happens when when everything changes so quickly yeah. in the world that. I, I just, I found the same. It just kind of put things in perspective, right? Yes. Like, what am I really going to put my time into? Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's honestly one of the things that came out of all of this for me too, is I, you know, so this, this thing happened for me personally, mm-hmm. and then COVID happened about two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, it took me quite a while to get my head on straight after this happened Mm -hmm. and not even just because of covid covid kind of helped and gave me the time to do that but i really had to like look in the mirror and be like venetia is that who you are Mm -hmm. you know is what they're saying about you true Mm -hmm. is that who you are you know and to be able to get to the point where I'm like, no, I know, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know what I stand for. I know what I believe in. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I want to see happen. And, and so I just, I'm, and that's even some of why I'm so excited now. It's mm-hmm. just to see, you know, cause I really, I, I really believe like we're going to, we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to be okay. Yeah through this you yeah know? i think we will too yeah like yeah. even though it's been hard it's been challenging it's been but i this has given me too a chance to reset refocus mm-hmm. realign yeah pivot yeah um and just just get just get stronger mm-hmm. you know just get stronger stronger in my purpose um and and not to hold hold back anymore yeah you know because i i felt like up until COVID, i was still kind of holding back Mm. you know yeah and i'm i feel like i've taken some of the some of the tape off like my my own Mm -hmm. mouth kind of thing and well that's good i was still kind of careful you know we need you though we need you out loud right (laughs) i still remember that because I still tag it almost every one of my photos is out loud because that was from your and my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And the the reality is you're right. Like if if we keep it in, we wither and die, right? It's, yes. like, it's kind of like a flower, really. Yeah. I mean, excuse the analogy because now darts are going to make fun of me. But it's kind of like a flower, right? Yeah. It really is. It, if we treat it properly, it'll blossom. One of the things that I noticed with uh, recovery is that when people start to, and this reminds me of your pictures that I was seeing on online with your smile and, and whatever you've gone through, you can tell you've gone through something because the smile is someone who's on the other side. And you and I could probably see that in people yeah. when, because we've been through so much shit off and on yeah. that we're like, oh, I know that look, yeah. that person's doing good yeah. and it looks really good, yeah. right? And And thankfully we can get through these things, yeah. right? But I, I think it's that's why it's so hard on some of the younger people who are younger, maybe just newer in sobriety, is, is why it's extra hard. Yeah. 
because they haven't experienced life without it yet. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that this is just another life thing. Yeah. Is what, that's why I try to tell the guys and girls that I work with is this is just another life thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And to imagine that you're going to know what life is bringing at you, that's to go backwards in thinking. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that means we're going to start engaging in controlling behaviors, manipulation behaviors yeah. to get that thing. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and trying to get people in the moment, which yeah. is one of the things I know I remember about you too, is the mindfulness and just being mindful of how you feel. Yeah. Right. And of who you are. And I think we need, the world needs Venetia, Venetia. We need Venetia. We don't need hidden Venetia, right? We, we need you anyway, of course. But what we really need, I think, is what's going to change, continue to help change the world is Venetia being out loud, right? Like, yeah. and, and living your dream, your purpose, whatever you think that is. Because I, I think that's what comes out in your smile. Yeah. Oh, thank you, David. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. It's amazing to see, and it's amazing that you just keep pushing, right? Because yeah. you've learned that that's what we got to do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. we could give up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that doesn't look very good. Yeah. In my mind, when I think of me giving up, it just looks like shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Giving up means I lose um, wonderful friends and, and probably some family. And yeah. definitely um, things at my house. Like, all that stuff will just change in an instant. Yeah. You know? Totally. Um, and I don't know. I, I guess it's weird because we have to get time by going through all these things yeah. and surviving it without drinking and mm-hmm. using. But it's like ah, trying to transmit that to people who haven't had a chance yet, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who are trying to have a chance during this time. Totally. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's why it's so important for us to really have our people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Have our people that we can call on because, I mean, bad times will happen to all of us. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this, I mean, this past season was probably one of the darkest seasons of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and some of that I think too, was just like a, because it was just a com- compilation of, yeah. you know what I mean? But, um, and even just like what you're saying, right? Like how dark it got for mm-hmm. you too. And just, because yeah, shit is going to happen, yeah. you know, but choosing to not drink like I didn't drink mm-hmm. you know um and choosing to not drink like and choosing to just I I actually you know David I think it's like such a gift to mm-hmm. be able to give ourselves permission to feel yeah. this when we go through it mm-hmm. you know what I mean because in the problem with drinking and drugging and whatever we use, whether if it, some people it's sex addiction, mm-hmm. like it does, whatever that is that we mm-hmm. use to numb out, right? Video games, whatever. Um, but I know for me it was alcohol. And when we use alcohol to numb or to whatever, then you numb the good stuff too, yeah. right? And But when we're sober, mm-hmm. right, we, we actually get to feel it. Mm-hmm. And yes, sometimes those feelings are not very good. Yeah. But then we get to feel the the intensity of the joy, mm-hmm. the gratitude. Like yeah. I sometimes like now I I have so much gratitude. I I feel like I can't even explain it sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's so overwhelming. The gratitude. There's like not even words to mm -hmm. describe what it feels like. You know, you don't get that drinking. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah. Or or that kind of joy where you just, I'm feeling really joyful, but it's like, it, it doesn't even skim mm -hmm. the surface for how I'm really feeling yeah. inside. Yeah. You know? Like. And it's hard to express that to people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and just, I, yeah. Like I was it, talking to a guy earlier today and his, his wife is a normie and, and he goes, man, she just, she gives me shit when she hears me laughing with other addicts. And I said, what do you mean? And she, because she doesn't understand. Yeah. The truth of the matter is she doesn't think there's anything for us to laugh about. But what she doesn't realize is that when we're sober, we're actually able to like enjoy this fucking life. Yes. Right. And, yes. and enjoy the moments because we're not busy thinking about drinking or using We're we're here a little bit more often. Yes. And, and I told them, I said, well, you know what, dude, just try to take it in stride because she doesn't understand. She yeah. doesn't know that any of us who make it to sobriety, we've survived some shit. Yeah. Like we've survived some stuff. And now of course we're going to laugh. We're going to laugh at some stuff that yeah. probably shouldn't be laughed yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh my right? Like, yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, totally my family. Right? Like, it is. I, it totally is. We have yeah. some really sick jokes that only a bunch of addicts <laughs> and alcoholics yeah. would get yeah. or even laugh at. Yeah, you know? exactly. But it's like, it's, that's, you know. It's kind of like a survivor's club though, right? Totally. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, totally. Once, once a person realizes that's what we're laughing about. Yeah. Like, I'm not laughing at someone who lost their wife or lost. Yeah. That's not what we're laughing yeah. about. What we're laughing yeah. about is... The fact that the person, other person's still alive. Yeah. Right. And we're yeah. like, we, we all have probably most of us have had those situations where we could have died. Yeah. Right. And you, you alluded to it. And I know I had many, um, where now it's, it's just such a miracle to be here on top of the original miracle to be here. It was, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, I do. Cause if there was like a one in 400 trillion chance that Darcy is Darcy, I am me, you are you. Well, what are the chances that we survive the shit we went through on top of that? Yeah. It, it's a miracle. I don't even care if you're religious or not. Yeah. It, it simply is a, a statistical miracle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So no wonder we're laughing at shit we shouldn't laugh at. Yeah. Well, that people think we shouldn't laugh <laughs> at, right? Yeah. But if I can't laugh about some of these things, like we're just always going to be crying. Yeah. You yeah. know? And yeah. I mean, we take, we carry enough weight as it is, mm -hmm. I think. As mm -hmm. opposed to having to be, I don't know, serious all the time. Yeah. Right. And I yeah. mean, that's one of my problems anyway. So whenever someone says, Dave, you should be more serious. I'm like, no, you don't fucking understand. <laughs> if I get serious, you're not going to want to be around me. Yeah. Right. So I work actively to not be serious. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I like a bull in a china shop. It was um, thinking back to one of my friends, co colleagues. Now she's a social worker, probably I want to say 15 years ago, because I would have been sober for about a year. Within that first year of sobriety, I managed to be as abusive as anyone possibly could have been to their coworkers. Like just not abusive, like verbally, but mm -hmm. abusive. Like I got no time for your shit. <laughs> that stuff. That's what happens when a person sobers up and does nothing else. Right. Yeah. Is that you just, yes. I became a little bit of a bully and um, realized that there was a, I don't even know how we got on this subject. Are you you got to just guide me, man. Be my guide. <laughs> <laughs> Be my spirit guide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I used to make her. I used to make her cry. 
like literally. And, and back when it happened, I thought, well, that's just, she has to learn because she was young. She was a young worker. She was new to the field. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like, no, nope, she just has to learn. But then, of course, time goes by and you're sober. And I was like, wait, that was a real asshole. God, I was an asshole to everybody. And, and just being able to say, okay, well, thank God that's not today mm-hmm. anymore. And we can still be friends. I don't know how I got on that, though. Oh, yeah, laughing. Because <laughs> we were able to... That's why she came to mind is because <laughs> somehow when, um, when I drove her... So we were working at a shelter together. We were both managers. And, and her brother um, ended his life. And so oh. it was... It was um, and she was no matter what I did when I was early sober obviously I had started to feel differently at that point because that was about four years in I think when that happened four four and a half and without thinking about it I said I'll drive you to your parents in Salmon Arm and she said really because I couldn't drive I'm like yeah let's go I'll take you there like your brother's gone but that's what sobriety gave me, right? Yeah. It was like a different... Totally. Um, it was like, I don't want to be angry yeah. anymore. I want to be useful. Like, yes. And, and, yeah. and so that changed... Well, it definitely changed how I interacted at work with people. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, no, because I have brothers. And she's like, I don't understand why you would do it. And I'm like, I have brothers. If it was my brother, I'd be going. And mm-hmm. somebody would be taking me probably. Mm-hmm. And um, just just knowing that it's never too late if we just keep going. Yeah. Right? That's what got me on it. It was about not giving up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Brain salad, God. Brain salad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's so true, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so true. Yeah. And it's hard to it. tell people that in the, mm-hmm. when they're new, right? That... Well, and it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to not give up sometimes. Yeah. Like, let, right? Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, yeah. sometimes it's, you really have to fight mm-hmm. to not give up. Yeah, that was me at Christmas time. You know? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, that was me this past, yeah. I feel like it was like a chunk of <laughs> time. Because like it feels like years, right? <clears throat> it can sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can feel like, holy man, all I've been doing is fighting. Like, yeah. it's like you're just going uphill. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, it's a night. Again, that's why we need each other. And that's yeah. why we need to hear these stories. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Because if it wasn't for like chocolate raisins in the first couple months of this shutdown, I'm pretty sure I would have taken my life. I just, I couldn't do it. I was like, I couldn't cope. I couldn't yeah. cope. I didn't even know how I felt most of the time. Like just numb. And then I'd, I'd go to work because home was stressful because because Heather was having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um and so it was, I would work and then I'd come home and just not be able to function like yeah. at all. I wouldn't be able to have conversations. I was snappy. Of course, that's what we get. I think most of the time, like yeah. I just geared towards being snappy mm-hmm. and grouchy and a curmudgeon, right? Yeah. Because I think that that's what I was turning into yeah. out there drinking. Yeah. Um, anyway, I went off tangent, totally off topic. No, I, it's all I think it's all relevant I know I did too I didn't do like I said I didn't do I didn't mm. do anything yeah and I tried to go to a zoom meeting like an open one and I'll be honest with you um there was like three or four drunk people in the meeting and so I was like well, I can't even hear what other people were doing yeah. so I just I, I started just going to um, a private meeting that I go to with some colleagues that is it was it's once a week we did it twice a week by a zoom though 
because um, it was a smaller group, but we uh, it was a private Zoom thing. I could get behind that a little bit. Yeah. Because there wasn't the drunk people in the yeah. background, like yeah. making comments, and and I heard some places got bomb, photo bombed with child porn. Like, oh, yeah, the gosh. church did. They did a, the church did a Zoom message one time. One, I think it was, maybe the second month they tried to do a put a message together, and they got infiltrated and spammed with child porn. Yeah, it's kind of like, like what the hell, right? Like, what? Why is this child porn? Why is this so? I think it's just part of what's happening. Like maybe it's rising because we're like sick and tired of hearing these stories and nothing changing. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. hope so. Mm -hmm, right. Because mm -hmm. we need to do some serious oh, I, work. I know. I know. You know, I, well, oh. obviously you do. No, but I just, I just, that whole thing mm -hmm. too just makes me angry. Like I, mm -hmm. you know, this, and this is a little bit of a rant, but just with COVID happening and like we literally shut the entire mm -hmm. universe down yeah right the entire universe mm -hmm. and i just it's that's incredible yeah like that's incredible that we we can do that i know right and so you think about some of these major issues mm -hmm. in the world you know child pornography mm -hmm. being one of them you know human trafficking sex trafficking all of that kind yep. of stuff but we can't we can't shut down you know, mm -hmm. trafficking rings. We don't shut down the world for that. Like we don't, you it's know what crazy I mean? It's crazy though. Like it's just, yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. It's total bullshit. Yeah. And, and the, the bullshit of it, I think, is what's rising to the top right now is that we're all kind of paying attention because we have nothing else to do. Yeah. Right. Because mm -hmm. we can't go travel anymore right now. So yeah. we have to just watch our tubes, our screens. Yeah. And it, I, I don't know, like I've always wondered how is it possible that pedophiles get such light sentences. I know, I know. And then the last six months I learned exactly why they get light sentences. It's because lots of people in power are the ones who are pedophiles. Yeah, So yeah. why would they make the I laws? I know, they, they always say they follow the money, right? Follow yep. the money. It's follow money, the money, 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 yeah. money. Yeah. Well, and we all know, we see this, you know, mm -hmm. it's like neck and neck number two with the second uh, largest the biggest money making mm -hmm. other than uh oh man i can't remember if it's like drugs or pharma <laughs> well and then that too right but yeah. yeah drugs i think the drug cartel or whatever is first yeah that would make sense i think the arms deals and child pornography or Same. sex trafficking is they're kind of like right? neck and neck neck and neck kind of thing wow it, but which it's is, money it's totally money yeah so no and that's why nothing happens that's why nothing happens yeah and it's yeah. funny because my friend John said the same thing. I mean, he'll be, he'd be way more articulate with you because you're smarter than I am. So you guys, <laughs> you guys would have a that. good conversation. But like he, that's what he said. He said, Dave, just think about people with money that they can do all kinds of things yeah. that they want to do and they can do anything. Yeah. Well, you look you at Jeffrey enough. Epstein, right? Yeah. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. And that's a travesty. Like if, if any of that is true, it's a fucking travesty yeah. that this was, that these people are still allowed to keep their jobs yeah. and keep their yeah. lives. And yeah. It's a travesty. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the reality is, is probably what you're well aware of is that nothing will happen to these people. Yeah. I mean, unless the Clintons start suiciding uh, people, the most of those people are going to be alive. And oh, fine, I know. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just such a drag. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a good note to finish. Hey, like. <laughs> We're just going to leave you on a downturn. 
<laughs> I know. I know. So, can well, we can say something enlightening? Totally. Or, so, or, or so, ho- hopeful. 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 So, do you have? So, you're looking to get back at it in November, October. Yes. Well, okay. as soon as like we're because our we swim at Mount Royal. Yeah. So you have to have pools. So open. we're yeah. So yeah. we're hoping to get yeah. I'm hoping like you know middle of October, early November that we can mm. be full swing. But we do have our Terminator run for Youth Addiction Awareness coming up this month. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are the dates, times? How do so people sign up? So that is September 26th. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday um, this month. And it's just a 5K. You can run, walk, 5K. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, it's virtual. Okay. So, um, and it's free. We're, it's free. Oh, cool. So, I'm, I'll am i for sure be tagging you. But So, okay. what we really want to do is just, we want to hear from all the families. We want to mm-hmm. hear from the youth. We want to hear from people that are just, you know, mm-hmm. it's the Terminator run for youth addiction awareness, but... Youth yep. have families, right? Of course. We all yeah. have families. We all have families. Mm-hmm. And so, and our youth grow up, right? Well, and youth addiction, like, it, it creates broken families. It totally does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a big right? deal. And then, I, I don't know about you, David, but like, I, every time I ta- I'm talking, to, well, when did you start? You know, he'll be 30, he'll be 35, he'll be 40. Well, mm-hmm. when did you start? Oh, I was 12. Oh, I was yeah. 13. Yeah. Oh, I was 15. Oh, mm-hmm. I was for, right? Yeah. O- over and over and over and over and yeah. over and over and over. Right? So, yeah. So, anyways. And that's, and that's not even talking about people who were a part of, like, sex trafficking. And then anything. that, and then there's, yeah, yeah exactly. That's not even, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah. So, the run's on the 26th. So, we just really, uh, we're hoping that people will, like, film themselves mm-hmm. when we're, give us a little photo, give yeah. us a little video, set, tag us, you mm-hmm. know. And, and then, so they can sign up for that through the Terminator uh, website? It'll, the website, the link for registration will be live on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, Tuesday. Cool. Yeah, so Tuesday will new, have come and gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Tuesday coming up, Okay. the link will be live. Okay. So we'll so, be all over social media. like. Right on. So yeah. by the time this comes out, the link will be live. Oh, okay, we'll, cool. We'll try to get your episode out maybe next weekend. Yeah. If there's a run coming up. So we'll try to get it out on the oh, weekend. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, yeah. Well, you're, you're our first guest of season three. Oh, you, that's it is fantastic. So I hope it was, I feel like it was just such a ramble. It was fantastic. Job. You have to say that. I don't have <laughs> to say anything. I thought, honestly, for, for a bit, I thought, okay, this might be challenging for us, right? Because we kind of just talked and, and I could sense that whatever had happened for you was difficult and you weren't ready to talk about yeah. specifics. I'm, I'm even sorry I brought it up. No, I am, I... I'm not because what you've, what you've illustrated, I think, for me and whoever else is interested, what you've illustrated is that you can talk about these things without shit canning someone personally, right? Yeah, and I and, don't, that's not what I want to And that's do. exactly what I think you were trying to do and I appreciate that Yeah. because this isn't, we never wanted this to be a platform for people to get on it and then start shitting on people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So and I think, again, my opinion, because I keep saying it's fantastic. Okay, it's great. It's going to be huge. <laughs> All I need is a flop of blonde hair. Um, <laughs> that fucking weirdo. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic because it lays out, first of all, there's way more than one way to do this thing, yeah. right? And we, and we all have to get through stuff. And being able to talk about stuff we go through without including the other parties, I think is a skill. I think it's a skill, right? Because it's not about them. 
And it isn't. Yeah. And it isn't. It's totally. Even though there's obvious things that are about them. Yeah. But that's not the important part. Yeah. 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 And I kind well, of appreciate I li- that. Oh, thank you. I, yeah. I, um. I don't kind of, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. David. I, I haven't even really talked about it. Like my, my people know, mm-hmm. you know, what yeah. has happened, but, um. And that's who <laughs> I, should know, I think. I, huh? That's who should know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I haven't, I haven't really. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. And it was, yeah. It's, but it is just about, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. But I think you also said it though, right? Like it, as hard as it is sometimes to tell these stories and have these conversations, which is exactly one of the exactly reasons why I appreciate how you did this um, is because there's got to be, if we're going to grow, we have to approach these things differently, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like we have to reframe them. We have to look at them for like mm-hmm. objectively, as yeah. objective as we can, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, and take accountability for ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And leaving the other for the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. No, you're good? Yeah. Right on. This was so awesome. Thank you. I hope so. I hope so. I I do feel a little (laughs) bit bad because, oh, kind of scattered. I I love it. I want to end it with your laugh. I'm trying to make you laugh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Perfect. (laughs) Awesome.